In this episode, we're going to talk about how you can improve as a driver when you're not on track. Hello drivers, this is Enzo Mucci with one of the last episodes of season four. We're getting to the end again. It's flown by, as you know. Thank you to everybody that subscribed and watches these videos because it means a lot. It keeps me going. It makes me think I should do another season, which I will. I completely intend to do season five, by the way, but I need some off season because I've got products to get out and I've got drivers to plan for for next year. So I do need a little bit of time to do that over winter. And also, I mean, I'll still... Keep firing videos out. Don't worry, I'm going to keep this going in terms of what I put on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and it'd be all self-development based. But the Race Driver Coach show itself, it needs a little bit of off-season. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a season five. So we're going to go through that transition. But I want to make sure you're busy in that transition, in that period when we're not on air. And this is the same for you when you're not racing. Your season finishes. You've got your next season coming soon, four months or whatever. And you've got to improve. There were things that you didn't execute on in 2020 or last season. These things must be improved if you want to succeed, obviously. Otherwise, you're going to keep getting the same results and nothing's going to really move on. So that really brings me to the question that inspired this video. It was from Noel. Here was the question. I was wondering how I can improve my racing skills when I'm not on track. Great question. We all think that we need to be on track in order to train, which it does help. But actually, most of the time, if you're on track, if you're racing in a race weekend, it's hard to work on things properly because you're in the heat of battle and you can't really risk things. You can't push the envelope and see if you can take these corners faster because you're in competition. When you go to a race weekend, you improve incrementally, tiny amount. But really, when you're there, You've just got to execute on what you do know. So we need to train in a clever way. And as race driving is or racing is so expensive, you can't always work on the things on track, you know, in testing and things, because testing in an F4 car probably costs about five thousand pounds and dollars and euros. F3 can go up to ten grand a day. So it gets expensive to get your ten thousand hours in. So you need to be creative. You need to be open minded. And work on the kind of skills that helps you become a great race driver, even if it's in something else, a different sport or something you can do at home. And that's what I really want to talk about today. So it's basically improving you without you physically being in the car or in the cart. And now Noel, who wrote the, the question, is a rookie. So it's easy for, that, for, for you to improve in karting. You just need to get on track and have somebody watching you and giving you feedback or go and learn the circuit from afar go there visit see what it's like talk to people but we'll go through that in a minute but as a general template what i do with drivers step one is to analyze the year that's just passed the season so just let's just stay on step one so really you're going to go through the season that you've just done all the tests or however much you've just done in the last few months ping and you see the different areas that you need to improve on. Get really specific. Now, when I'm doing this, I'll start the driver off with asking them what their big goal is. 
watch a huge goal. I mean, I've got a whole spreadsheet on this. I've got an Excel sheet with tabs in different areas. But the first sheet is a goal sheet. And we say, what's the big goal? The North Star. Now, the North Star is obviously what you want to achieve long term. So we talk about that. Why do you want it? See where the, where the motivation is. See if they've got the fuel. Then we bring it back down a bit closer to what you want to achieve in the next 12 months. Let's bring it down and start to get practical. And then they'll step it down and say, right, in order to get that huge North Star, by year one, I would like to have X accomplished. So you get really clear on that. And then we take a closer look to now. Where are you now? What positions have you got? Where are you in the sport? And where are you on all the different skills that you need? in order to achieve that first goal, really. So you get very clear on where you are now. Then we can see the gap. It's gap analysis. You can see that if I'm really to accomplish that goal, and I've got this skill set now, these are the five, six most important areas I need to improve in order to make that happen. And then we start to talk about that and create a plan. That's what I want to run you through now. So first step is to really understand where you're going and to see where you are now, what you have been like in the past, what your engineer has told you you need to improve on in your driving and physical, mental, all areas, and you create a list. And the second step is to develop your own training plan. Now, typically, the areas that you're going to improve or want to improve the most are these four. You've got your driving, you've got your mental, your physical, and your sponsorship slash career. These four areas are pretty much the only areas that you need to focus on if you want to make a career, if you want to maintain your career. You've got to make sure that you're always improving your driving in the areas that you can see that there's shortcomings at the minute. You've got to make sure that you mentally outperform yourself what you were yesterday, what you were as you listened to this. You've got to be mentally stronger and have more skills with the mind, emotional intelligence, in order to allow yourself to drive like you can when you're in competition. You also need to have the physical ability. You need to be strong enough, fit enough in order to race that car. So you're at the end of the race and you're still in there. You're not hanging onto the car and being distracted by just the physical side. So that's obviously something you've got to do. And then the sponsorship and career, that is an area where you should be working full time on as well. Because without the sponsors, without a career direction and making the right decisions and putting yourself in the right place to win, it's not going to work. These four areas are pretty much your plan or your, your areas you're going to focus on when you're off season. And we need to get really creative of how we do that. So let's just talk about driving. How can I improve my driving when I'm at home? Obviously, you can go and sit on the simulator and practice the kind of circuits that you're going to race at. Now, if you're at strange circuits that are not really mainstream and not on iRacing, then go to another platform like R-Factor or Assetto and you'll find that the circuits might just be there. Even kart circuits are on there. And Kart Sim have got their own software as well, so you can go and practice the kart tracks. Because then you can learn the lines. Then you can work on your braking. If there's a certain brake shape that your engineer has told you, you must hit the peak harder. You must trail the braking. Whatever your car needs, you can practice that on the sim. You set up the pedals so they're realistic. You set up the, the settings in the actual platform itself, R-Factor or iRacing or whatever it is. 
so you have to hit the break the same way you would for real. So you can work on that. You can work on your lines. You can work on your racecraft. Even a little bit, dare I say, car control. You can actually do a little bit of that. So I would use simulation as much as possible to get the driving down. You can also watch other drivers and sit on board with them and see how they're doing it. The only way this hurts is, or is not as effective as obviously normal testing, is because there's no danger factor. And you can do tricks on the sim to get a good lap time that might not work in real life. That's normal. But globally, to improve yourself and move forward, and you're testing and racing on circuits that you're actually going to, the sim helps massively. It really does. So I would start to come up with your own program saying, right, I'm going to do X amount of hours per day or week, and I'm going to dedicate this session to a certain part of my driving, and you can improve that. More physically, so that's the simulator side, it's pretty damn obvious. More, more physically, track days. You can go and do a track day at a circuit you're going to be racing at next year or a test day. You can take an instructor with you, have them sat next to the car with you, someone who really knows that track and can teach you the most important things about that circuit. Or you can just go to a race school to say if you need to improve your, your car control, you can go and do a skid course. You can go and do something that is basically car related, uh, car control related. You can go and do it on ice in Sweden. There's going to be certain things. Once you know exactly what it is you've got to improve, you can start to think about how can I improve that kind of skill outside the car. So track days, test days, just going to watch, you know, spend time with a driver coach um, who is specifically good at that part of your driving and on the simulator. But come up with a plan. Make sure you go there with a, a certain part of your driving that does need to be worked on and you prioritize that. And that's what you do. Then when it gets to the mental side, again, you can use simulation. Simulators are great for you learning how to control your emotions, how to be more consistent, how to have emotional intelligence, how to perform when things are pressureful. Luckily now, we've got a lot of on online live stream races that we can enter. We, we can look them up and say, right, I'm going to enter that. And then all of a sudden you're live streamed. That creates pressure. You've got a commentator there and everything. If you go to Apex Racing TV, you can see they've got a list and you can enter their races. But actually, just in general, if you go on iRacing, just in general, you enter in a certain race and you've got to qualify. You've got to then race and it does become pressureful. And it brings out the same little gremlins that you've got in the real world. It brings them out at home. But what you can do is you go into a certain race, and again, you have a specific thing that you want to work on. If you know that you crumble under pressure, you put too much pressure on yourself, you worry about how you're going to perform, it's like, okay, this race, I'm going to use a certain mental technique that will help me remain calm, that help me keep focused, or I'm going to work on my vision, where I'm looking in the corner when I'm braking, and I'm already looking in the corner because I know I've got to look further ahead in the real life. Again, from when that time when you analyzed what you've got to improve on, you bring these in and figure out on the mental side which ones are mental and how can I bring that into the simulation. That's, it's more valuable than ever before because it does get heated in the sim races. Also, you can learn mental sciences. 
hypnotherapy or NLP, if there's certain things that you think, right, I'm actually going to learn a mental science. This is what I did and got me into coaching. And I'm going to master it. And then I'm going to apply that for the next season. This is the time you can start to be mentally fit. Study, read books, talk to people, get coaching again, and just become better on the mental side. And you'd be surprised how that improves your driving. Because when you're told how to improve stuff on a race weekend, it's difficult to apply it. It's difficult to have the spare capacity, once you're competing, to then try and develop and improve a certain part of your driving. But if you can do it at home, if you can learn how to remain resourceful, be calm in the car, practice it on the sim, practice it on test days, then when it comes to racing, you'll be so much more resourceful in the mind. So the mental side is big. Train yourself to control your emotions, and you can do that in anything in life. If you're nervous or you get nervous at certain things, then it's time to push your comfort zone in normal life. Go and do that speaking gig. Go and approach the sponsors. These things show the brain that you can do it. And it all this all is related to your driving as well. You become a confident person, your driving will improve. Then you have the physical side. Understand what part of your, your fitness is letting you down. Is it strength? Is it muscle endurance in the arms? Is it just cardio? Is it a certain part of the body that's letting you down, like your neck? Or, or is it the braking power? You need to improve the actual punch that you've got for initial braking. Again, look back on the year, find out what these parts are that you need to improve, and you just get to the gym. You just do very specific training for that muscle or that part of your body or weakness, and you nail that, and you do that every day as well. So the physical side is really obvious. And when you get to a certain physical standard, you can just hold it there. You don't need to overtrain. I'd spend you know, time on that, but also a lot of time on the mental and then a lot of time preparing and becoming a better driver in the cheapest, most cost-effective ways. And the last thing is your sponsors and career. Now, you can start to understand that all this is taking a long time, but it is a full-time job if you want to become a race driver. You've got to be good at all these areas. So talking to teams, learning how to sell, becoming confident, putting together a nice presentation, a brochure that you can actually send to people that are interested, find out what companies need Nowadays, when we're going out of COVID, see how you can provide that for them through motorsport, even if it's not your own racing. And just make sure that also part of your day is spent on improving your sponsorship skills and your understanding of business and how you can link the two. And if you can make partnerships within the sport with race teams, so you can go and sell sponsorship for race teams and earn the money off that. So on the business side, you've also got to work, of course. So there's four areas. There's your driving, there's the mental, there's the physical, and the business side. Now, as you look at that, you've got weaknesses, obviously, and strengths, but let's just focus on the weaknesses. In all these areas, you prioritize them weaknesses. You come up with little training plans that you can do to improve these areas. And then that leads us to the third step. The third step is schedule it and be disciplined. This is where we need to make a timetable. So you get to Sunday... You see the week come in, you have a goal for that week, it's in the head, or you write it down again on the maxi attack, I'm not sure if you've got it, you downloaded it, but the maxi attack sheet, you say, what do I want to achieve this coming week? You have the four areas, you have a goal for each area, for your driving, for your mental, 
for your fitness and for your sponsorship. You have a goal for the end of the week. You have three or four little jobs underneath you got to do for it, but you schedule it in. So you say, right, I'm going to spend 10 till 12 every day on my physical. I'm going to spend 12.30 after lunch till 2.30 on a certain area. And just like a timetable that you've got at school, at school, you put them in. And then before you know it, you've filled your week. If you've got a job and you're at school already, then you're going to have to do it at nighttime and at the weekends, obviously. But then you just schedule that in. So not only do you know and you're really facing what you need to improve, you've also got a plan of how to improve it. And then you've scheduled it and you execute it. And you get to the end of the week and you look back and you make sure you score yourself on how you were. And then you plan the next week. If you continue to do this, you will accelerate. You will leap forward. It's not just going to be 1% gain in each area each week or, or each day. I think you're going to do more than that. You're going to get very specific at being a professional race driver before you've actually got the paycheck. This is training. There's hundreds of things you can do. Let's say tens. There's tens of things you can do that are effective that will improve these four areas. And by the time you get to the race weekend, I mean, you should be doing this actually during the season as well. But in the off season, by the time you get to the first race weekend or the first official test, you'll be more ready than ever. Remember, there's certain things that you need to be good at in order to be a good race driver. Start to be creative. Start to play with different ideas of how I can exercise and improve that part of my game, even if I'm not in the car, and you'll be surprised what you come up with. Have fun with this. See you next time. Can't stop.